This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Welcome. It is Pat and Stu. Uh, what a great day. Seriously great day. I mean, I, I am not that big a fan of the Repu- Republican Party anymore. However, I'm much less a fan of the Democrat Party, which has really become sort of a, sort of a Democrat slash socialist party. Uh, they're extreme left wing. Uh, they're, they're, and they're the ones who claim that the Republicans are, are so extreme, when really, I mean, would John Kennedy recognize this party? Oh, no. I mean, There's it, no way. No. The guy wanted lower taxes. He, didn't, he oh. didn't bash the rich all the time. He was filthy rich. Much of the, you know, the next president uh, for the Democrats, the next candidate likely is Hillary Clinton. Would Hillary Clinton from the 90s recognize this party? I mean... No, right? No, I mean, I yeah, probably not. You know, she, this is a person who was running, uh, you know, and talking. It was to her point, not even considering gay marriage at that point. Right. And now, uh, you know, it's the it's the cool thing, and she had to jump on board. Right. I mean, you know, and that's just one, you know, one of many issues. She did have Hillary Care, which arguably was equal or left of Obamacare. But still, I mean, there, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, what Bill Clinton did and, and was very dislikable uh, to conservatives back then would, you know, it's paradise considering what, what Obama's tried to do. So as a result of uh, what happened yesterday and last night, the Republicans took the Senate. Uh, they, the thing is, they went from uh, 45 to 52 right now. And there's two pending, Alaska and Louisiana. We're going to get both those. Not we. I mean, they are going to get both those. The Republicans will wind up with certainly Louisiana, I think. And I think probably Alaska, too, right? When are we going to find out about Alaska? Uh, I can look for the latest uh, update on that. Um, it's, uh, it was, uh, I think, four points um, Bagich was down uh, as of this morning. Um, and they, you know, it's one of those races that's the late vote is big. People remember Bagich winning in 2010 or 2008. Um, he won uh, because of late vote. Like the uh, Stevens was actually winning at the end of the night, and then uh, what's his face came all the Bagich came all the way back. Um, the Senate race, as of right now, is still really, really freaking close. Sullivan leads forty-nine to forty-five with seventy-three percent in. Now you might say, well, forty-nine, forty-nine, five, four points. Hmm. The total votes though are within eight thousand. So that's how close that race is. It's possible that one does stay with with the Democrats. We just don't know yet. Um, and at some mm. point, you know, we'll have a we'll have a better picture of that as we go on. I mean, this is the issue. The late vote comes in really late in Alaska. There are people hidden under 7000 feet of snow that still need to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at some point we will know what the hell they voted for. But uh, right now, Sullivan is favored, but no one's called that race yet. And that's important to note. But still, even without that, they, the Republicans will still control the Senate. So the GLP uh, took seats that were held by Democrats in West Virginia, 
Arkansas, Colorado, South Dakota, Montana, and Iowa. Huh. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Then moments later, North Carolina was called in favor of the Republicans, which was the seventh seat. And as you can see on the board, uh, Stu clearly had North Carolina in the camp of the Democrats. Yeah. I mean, now, it was, it was not one of the surefire ones. No. So that's good to see. So you, you had some doubt. Yeah. But most people probably thought Kay Hagan was going to hang on to that. Yeah, there's a few adjustments we have to make to this board. I mean, it was pr pretty close. It looks like it's going to wind up, if I had to guess right now, it looks like it's going to end up at 54 seats. So we had 53 seats. So pretty close. So what we would do right now to adjust this is we'd move Alaska here because it's just still toss-up, Louisiana to toss-up, and we would move North Carolina back over, uh, over here. We'd move North Carolina to this side. Uh, over here, and the only other thing we do, which is crazy, and I will say it did not predict at all, is we would still move Virginia to the toss-ups. So right now, um, you know, you have three races that could still go. Most likely, Virginia goes this way. Most likely, Alaska and, and Louisiana go this way. Um, but until we have the final numbers, uh, we we can't you know we can't rule out the fact that uh, some of these races will still go to Democrats. Virginia likely will go to Democrats. However. You have to give uh, Ed Gillespie a heck of a lot of credit. Here's a guy who used to be... Ran a good campaign, apparently. Yeah, he used to be the head of the RNC um, back in the day. Uh, and uh, he, you know, no one expected this. There were some rumors of some polling that came out very late in the race that had uh, Gillespie very competitive. But he was down by six or seven points the entire time. Uh, and the same thing, you know, Al Franken was in that same range, up by six or seven points. And he easily won. Um, I don't know what the difference is in Virginia. Virginia makes a, a big step there, though, towards, uh, towards uh, the, the red side. And, and I, don't, I don't think anyone really saw that coming out. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know of any expert that gave, uh, uh, that gave Gillespie a chance um, when you're looking at polls. Um, and uh, to kind of see that they were that, they were, uh, he was that close is absolutely fascinating. In fact, let me look this up here real quick. The last, uh, let me find the last uh, Senate um, predictions. Uh, here we go. Uh, last Senate predictions had, as I'm bringing it up, and, and I will say the polls, by the way, this is another thing they're going to be talking about the next couple weeks. The polls are wrong. I mean, polls were significantly skewed towards Democrats in this. As case. they were last time. Well, in 2012, well. They, were, they were skewed towards Republicans. Yeah. Um, and uh, 2000, uh, this, I mean, totally different. Um, all right, looking, here we go. I have this up here. Um, 538, which is, you know, I still think the cream of the crop, gave uh, Virginia was a greater than 99% chance to go to uh, Democrats. Wow. Greater than 99% in their solutions. It was as wow. hardcore a prediction as they made in any race. And that one is going to be, it's probably close to a recount, whether mm -hmm. that will actually happen or not. Gillespie is not. Um, he has not conceded, and Warner has declared victory. We're in that weird stage right now. Okay. Uh, so, but I mean, you know, this is this was as sure as races like Mississippi <clears throat> and Delaware. So right now, as it stands, there's three toss-ups or three that we don't know for sure. Yeah. And then and then everybody you have in this camp means 53-47 at the present time. Uh, right? no, well, that was actually that the, the last prediction. So let's say okay. so, 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 so this is 42 50, is where we started before this board. So 42, 44, 46, 48, 50, 52, okay, 52 for sure 47. for Republicans. Could be as high as 55. Most likely it's going to be 54. 54. Okay, so what does this mean to us now? And one of the great things that it means is that Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid 
will be demoted and Harry Reid has lost his job, or in other words... Is there anyone over there pressing the button? Nice. That was very yeah, nice. I, I like the uh, I like the reverb on that. You say that about five hundred so. times today, and you're still checking the lyrics. So uh, making sure. Yeah. yeah. So making sure. Yeah. Well, you want to make sure it's perfect. You do. Because you spent so much time crafting uh, that particular number. Exactly right. Uh, and you don't want to screw <laughs> it up. Exactly right. Oh, <laughs> uh, satisfying to me, yeah. Pat. I have to say, it, to hear you sing that song. It's satisfying because oh. Harry Reid, as I wrote uh, a while ago in that article, is uh, the worst person living on the planet today. He's the worst because he should know better. That's what makes him worse than Barack Obama. He is just an awful human being. And to see him, and he was, he sent out this, uh, did anybody see the email that was circulating after uh, Reed had sent it around to his constituents begging them? I mean, literally begging them. And, it, and that was the subject matter, in fact. I'm begging uh, begging them for donations, begging them to vote for the Democrats, begging them to keep him in the Senate majority leader position. Uh, and so this is so unbelievably satisfying. Between him and Nancy Pelosi saying, it's a difficult night. Oh, just, I, I'm, I can't. I'm a bad person, maybe, but I'm delighting in, in their agony right now. Jeffy, um, if you could clarify here, if you do something for one day, it doesn't make you a bad person, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, okay good. good. So oh I shouldn't, shouldn't feel badly at all. Mm -hmm. No, I, I would <laughs> venture to say that it's more than just one day. What's really? Your, what's your window? <laughs> what's your window? Like forty years in your case? Fifty? I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you're not. I'm it, sure, you're not. You know, look, we all know that tomorrow mm -hmm. starts the hard work where we have to hold these Republicans who have been elected accountable and they will hate our guts and they will, of mm -hmm. course, we are facing as a show and as a uh, movement as far as the Tea Party, 912 uh, uh, Project, all that stuff, we'll be facing repercussions from uh, Republicans who hate us and will do everything they can to punish people like Ted Cruz, mm -hmm. who are who's stepping up today and saying, I'm not necessarily going to vote for Mitch McConnell for party leader. Um, you know, th there's all that's to come. But today, none of that's here. It's all down the road. Think about it later. Have a nice vacation day where you can celebrate the fact that, look, President Obama wanted to get some important things done. And now he's going to have to just act unconstitutionally to do them instead of passing them normally. Oh, um, he'll do it, too. And he will. Um, and that has already been reported by John Carl. Mm -hmm. And this, of course, the one thing that is interesting, they say this has to happen before Christmas. If you want to predict a time period, if it's before, if it's before Christmas, you can guarantee it's after the 5th or the 6th of December because that's when the runoff in Louisiana mm -hmm. is. And he won't want to do it most likely before uh, Mary Landrew has to deal with uh, with a runoff in which she's probably going to lose, but you don't want to make it worse for her if you're Barack Obama. It's almost too bad then, in that eventuality, that uh, the Georgia race is decided outright because if he had to wait through Until Christmas and then into January for the Georgia race mm -hmm. to come out, 
you know, maybe that stops him until at least next yeah. year. It I mean, probably would. Maybe he might stop anyway. He who might knows? be done. You know, he might be done. He might say, you know what? I'm sick of sick of hearing it, Michelle. Yeah. It's over. He might. And We're monkeys, monkeys might fly out my butt. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not counting on it. So. Yeah, the, looking at the his <laughs> history, there, there's some rumor in Washington that that Obama now is he's ready to cut deals. He's ready to cut right. deals now because. Oh sure. Uh, and and this part is true. He hasn't had a major legislative achievement in two years, so he's gone basically o for the last two years as far as actually getting any meaningful yeah, legislation. Since his reelection, he's uh, done nothing. He's done nothing. Yeah, so this is, is why you expect frankly. him to just start doing whatever the hell he wants. The good thing about mm -hmm. um, executive action, though, um, is typically... It can be reversed. It can be reversed by the next president. The next president can go in and do executive action to reverse whatever crappy thing they just did. Um, that's not always the case because sometimes, you know, uh, there are certain circumstances where uh, something's done and it's over. But something like enforcing the law on illegal immigration, well, that should be able to be... Um, uh, reversed if the next president decides that's right. And mm -hmm. if the next president is, you know, Ted Cruz, we may actually see something like that. Uh, of course, history was made also last night uh, in the Republican Party uh, electing Senator Tim Scott uh, to the U.S. Senate for the first time in the history of the nation. A, a black uh, senator from the South was elected. Um, they had been appointed by legislatures in the past, uh, and that was clear back in Reconstruction days. So in the 1800s, this was the first elected black senator from the South in U.S. history, and he's a Republican, and everybody loves him, including us, Tim yeah, Scott. He's great. Um, uh, we've done events with him. Yeah, um, he's, he's awesome. He gives great like speeches. Him a lot. He's, and, he's and a real freedom guy. Should, him and Ben Sass need to be added, as you mentioned on the radio show. I need to be added to that list that we always reference in Mike Lee and Ted Cruz. Now it needs to be Tim Scott also and Ben Sass. We need a um, we need a way to summarize that group. Because, like, for example, we, you know, we have the Douche Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And we all know what that means. He's in the Douche Hall of Fame. Right. Um, if we were to say, you know, I, you, know, the, the, you know, the super special extra awesome senator group, mm -hmm. um, that's, I think we need to work on that a little. Um, but you have that five, and there's probably a few others that we don't necessarily go down that road. You know, like, there might be. You know, what's his face from uh, Rish from, uh, from Idaho? He's pretty good. He's pretty good. He won uh, mm -hmm. easily last night. And there's probably, I don't know if, you know, we'd have to look more into it. There's a certain requirement you need to get into there. And guys can be removed. Ben Sass. We like Ben Sass. He's great. He starts screwing up. Yeah, he's got to uh, prove himself now. What's his face? Uh, Flake was in that group probably oh when gosh. he was elected, and now he's yeah. long gone. He can't even see Oof. that group from where he is. He's not like the Douche Hall of Fame. I he, mean, once you're in the Douche Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you're, you're in the Douche Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, no good. That's different out. than this group. But we need a way to summarize, because you're right. We, we, a lot of times we'll say, uh, you know, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, because it's just easy. They're all one-syllable names, too, right? Yeah, see, that makes it even easier. And you can kind of fly through them real quick. But people like Tim Scott, also one-syllable. Maybe this is a... Ben Sass. This is a symbol. We can't have multiple syllable guys. That's the that's the secret mm -hmm. here. These are all mm -hmm. one syllable names Look at this. on both sides. Lindsey Graham. Terrible. John Orrin McCain. Hatch. Mm -hmm. uh, John McCain. Yeah. Yeah. Barack Obama. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, this is this Nancy is ironclad. Pelosi. Ironclad, no exceptions. So uh, <laughs> I think he might have stumbled onto a well, Jeff Flake.
Two syllables. Okay, well, it's not foolproof, but we're we're working on the details. Okay, we're working on the details. Better than most of our theories. Uh, Okay, it's just the two-syllable name, unless you're from Arizona. Maybe that's our rule. We'll have to look into that. Uh, But here's what what, uh, the Washington Free Beacon put together. Uh, Some liberals and progressives wondering if maybe, okay, there's a chance. There's a chance we pull this out, right? No, we're going to we're going to hang on to the Senate. Good news for Democrats fighting to save the Senate. Man. Yes, it's in play and it's winnable. I think we will hold the Senate. Democrats are going to prove the pundits wrong on election day when we keep the Senate. Mm. I think we are going to hold the Senate. I don't agree with the odd makers. <laughs> I predict we're going to we're going to keep the Senate. What might be a glimmer of hope for Democrats? It's not over yet. And I agree that this election isn't over by any means. We're going to have record turnout to what? match the mm-hmm. record spending, what? and that is going to give Democrats a narrow path to victory. Those old white people, they're going to die mm. someday, and who's going to be there to replace them? People that want you to be for them, not against them. They think they're going to mm-hmm. win South Dakota, and they think they've got Iowa locked up. Hold the phone. I think Democrats go into Election Day feeling pretty good. I think that they have a chance because they know how to get their voters to the polls. There is a very good chance that African Americans will make sure that Democrats hold the Senate. Now people are saying Mark Baggage might hold on to this race. Michelle Nunn, the Democrat, seems to have some mm-hmm. real momentum there in Georgia. So let's say she wins it. There it is, Lawrence. That is one of the scenarios and, that'll and, get you there. I can't wait till Tuesday. Thank Neither you for being I. here for the Thanks. preview. Appreciate it. <laughs> like I said, there's going to be no other happening tonight with the Republican Party just a drizzle, not a downpour, and they might hold on to the Senate and there might not be an avalanche. What was the avalanche thing? Where where did that come from? That was uh, from last night and and the time on that, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Oh, wow. Oh, it was 9.30? 9.30, you're talking about a lot of these races have been decided. By by Kentucky and Arkansas had already been done. We knew this thing was headed uh, downhill like crazy. We were only on until 11. Uh, you know, so Jeez. this is an hour and a half before our coverage ended, where we all left yeah. knowing there was 54 seats pretty much in the bag. It happened really fast to. because the first two or three came bang, 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 and we're like, "Wow, yeah, this is going really well." And, and this is the way you watch these things um, because people a lot of times think that, um, well, maybe you know this this state will move one way and the others won't. Usually, they move in concert with each other. A little bit. There's a little bit, and here we saw this with sort of a wave. A lot of times there's momentum, yeah. And what was interesting was the three sort of things that I looked at early on to kind of see which way this was going were um, Arkansas, uh, Kentucky, and New Hampshire. My thought was, particularly New Hampshire, if there was a strong showing from Scott Brown and he was up in the lead and it looked like he was going to take it, I thought, wow, this is going to be big news. I did not expect Virginia. When Virginia started happening, we were like, wow, this this could be this is is, this is Wavesville. Uh, If we we get into Wavesville here, if if Virginia actually starts happening this way, but those two quick calls when you use wonky terms like that, Wavesville, you know, it's hard for for the average person like me to understand what you're talking about. It kind of shoots over our head. I know. I'm sorry. You start pulling out terms like Wavesville and the average, (laughs) you know, just viewer. Well, you're you're on the. Can you explain it? Walk us through what Wavesville. You're on the suburbs, the outskirts of Wavesville at that point. Okay. Okay. Now, Uh when you start seeing um, the two quick drops of Arkansas and Kentucky, which were the polls close, we're calling the race. Uh Polls close, we're calling the race. That was really an indication that this was going to be a good night. And yeah. when you saw Virginia, that was – that was look, it doesn't look like Gillespie's going to be able to win here. It's still up to, to for debate yeah. a little bit. Um, but the fact that that was close – 
indicates in a major way that Republicans were going to have a big night. And then when you started seeing the, you know, the governors go down, this, we were told coming into this that, okay, Republicans might take the Senate. They might even pick up a few seats in the House, maybe five or six seats. However, the governors, the, well, that's, that's going to be Democrats shining because this mm -hmm. is going to show it's not an anti-Democrat thing. It's an anti-establishment thing. All these Republican governors are going to lose and the Democrats are going to win and that's going to show. Well, that didn't happen. Republican governors won almost everywhere, with a couple of exceptions. Connecticut in a very close race. Pennsylvania, which had been kind of a foregone conclusion for a long time. Um, but you have uh, then uh, in the Senate, they pick up not the four, five, or six rate, uh, seats that everyone was kind of expecting. They pick up seven, maybe even eight, maybe even nine, maybe even ten. And then you go beyond that, you have uh, a situation in the House where people were saying five or six seats, and it looks like they're going to pick up 14 I mean, we're going to get to historical majorities in the House yeah. where they're going to be able to do, uh, you know, pretty much pass anything they want in both of these uh, these uh, houses. And then you're going to get this, you know, tons of bills. Veto, veto, veto. Wait for this veto pen to come out. This guy's going to be vetoing bills two and three a week. Then if they're smart, they call him the obstructionist. Mm -hmm. They call him the president of no. Yeah. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we're going we're gonna to pass a full... Guys, we're going to pass a full repeal of Obamacare. A full repeal of Obamacare is going to pass. And, they, and of course, Obama is going to veto it. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's a, pr a pretty major situation there. And, you know, think about this. You could pass a flat tax. Pass it. And he's going to have to force this guy to go on record, force this guy to go on uh, all these senators to go on record and say no to lower taxes we for the middle class. They're going to do any of that. I, I, I'd love for them to do it. Let, let's let's see. Is there you any know? confidence that they're going to do see. that? I do think not they'll much. do the Obamacare thing. I do. I hope you're right. But again, I, I really mean, it's right. not going to go through. But I would like to like mm -hmm. a do flat tax is a great thing. And Obamacare. Do, do something awesome. where do something where you cut taxes. You know, mm -hmm. re repeal the payroll tax. Yes. You know, do something yes. like that. That really is. You can't paint it as helping only the rich. And they could. And they could. And they could. You know, the one kind of a significant downer. It's not kind of. It's a significant downer, and is that Dan Bongino did not win. Apparently, he's within. It's, like, it's a weird. He's within yeah. like two thousand votes or something. It's within in um, his district, right? It is within the. Uh, it's margin in the margin of a recount. Of a recount, and and, and so, I don't know if he's going to. Is he said yet? Uh, I have not heard yet. I Maybe we can so. see if we can get a statement he's from uh, Dan on that. Do a recount because um, we want Dan Bungie, a good friend of ours. He's been on the show many times, and so hopefully you know who we're talking about. But he's a former Secret Service. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he, he's just a great guy. He's somebody you can unequivocally say, yep, there's one of the good guys. And we want one, him in office. He's also one of these guys. He hasn't banned birth control. Um, and I think right, that's too. a great Not thing. Not like Cory Gardner. Courtney Gar Cory Gardner has banned, banned birth, birth control. control. And he's going further than that now that he's getting to the Senate. Mm -hmm. and, dead. And also, rhythm method, gone. Rhythm method, calendar banned. method, and saying no. All banned by Cory Gardner. And then in addition to that, by the way, we should say science has been banned. Jeez. Not just denied. Now it's banned. banned. You can't practice science. And no sex. And no, Corey well, Gardner has said no one can. Unless the guy wants it and the girl doesn't want it. Then you can do then it. Then you can. You can do it. Then. All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patent stupid on that. Even though Corey Gardner banned the next segment of Patent Stupid. He did? He did. He did, sweetie. Oh, thank you for saying that to me.
Retired? You bet. Yeah. You bet. Late night. We were here till what, 10.30? Yeah, Glenn just skated out before the end of the show. Yeah, he just bolted at like 9.10 or something. Like, you're going to be talking to Glenn, uh, and then, uh, wait, hold on. Now you're going to be talking to Dana. <coughs> really? Right. We'd like to talk. We okay. actually like Dana better than Glenn, but still. Mm -hmm. Still. Uh, it, was a, it was a shock. Uh, Glenn's, it was a shock. Glenn's actually already on the highway. Glenn, Glenn's already home. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, and we'll just All stay right. here and finish yeah. up. Then we'll lock up, I guess. As he's on the Pacific Coast Highway right now. He's in California already. <laughs> yeah. How do you? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, late night, early day, but uh, we are happy to be here because it's a happy day. At least tell it's me. A, it's it, a happy it's day. It's a very happy day. Can you at least tell me if there was some good news for progressives through all of this? Please tell me that there was some good you know, news. For is there someone we can ask? Yeah, Why I think don't we, we can have ask. Chris, Chris Matthews mm -hmm. ask somebody if there's any good news in this for progressives? And let's, I mean, I'm sure there is. What do you is. think is the good news that might come tonight for people that want to have good news tonight? How's that for a question? Oh, that's a good question, Chris. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, good news. Well, you know what? I don't know what the good news would be. I think that if, for Democrats, the mm -hmm. best news that could come out of it, if Democrats were to lose the Senate, I guess if you're a Democrat and looking toward the future, yeah. would be that if the Senate is more like the House, maybe the overreach would make it easier to rebound two years later. Because I, I see nothing but gridlock ahead either way, because it's going to be such a closely held wow. Senate. Either way, it's going to be very close. Wow, that's some, that's some good news for progressives. Really good news Maybe for progressives. in two years they can rebound, but uh, there's nothing right now. There's yeah. no good news in this. No. But two years from now, there might possibly be some if there's really horrible things that happen between now and then. If you want to have, if you want to look for, and this is what they're trying to do, if you want to find some good news, you know, uh, every minimum wage uh, bill that was up for a vote passed, including one in San Francisco, for 50 dollars an hour. All of San Francisco then? Yeah. This isn't like the Seattle thing where they're going to limit it to the airport or whatever they no, did. No, I did not think so. Because, well, the Seattle thing failed, and that's why they limited it to the airport. Right. Yeah, that's the San right. Francisco thing actually passed at $15 an hour, which, of course, is... 15 bucks an hour. So it went from 7 to 15? Uh, 7 something? I don't know what it was before, actually. Wow. Um, they may have already elevated it. And you know it. how they sell this. Uh, it's impossible to have a living wage if you're we're minimal wage in San Francisco and have a house. It's, well, yeah! If you're if you're 18 and you're making minimum wage, which is what that's designed for, 1074 just, currently. 1074. Okay, so it's going up five dollars, fifty percent almost, almost an hour. 77. So so you're 17, you're 16, 17, 18, just getting into the work work environment, and now you're going to make fifteen dollars an hour. It's not designed for you to be able to afford a house. Yeah, right. I mean, Look, come on. I, this is and, and and as bad as this is. Things like this. It's not as bad as um, when the federal government raises it from $6 to $8 or $5 to $7 as they did a few years ago. You know, if a, if a town like uh, San Francisco wants to raise their wage to $500 an hour, well, then that, that city's going to destroy itself and all the cities around it will thrive. It'd be good for a little while. It's though. actually... It, the yeah. first day or two of that would be great. <laughs> it would be nice. Uh, if, they, if your place of employment <laughs> was in business that day. Um, you know, but that's the thing. Is like the, it's not as bad when a locality does this or even a state level, which I, I you know, would oppose, and, and, but it passed all over the place. Um, it's not as bad. The problem, real problem, is, is the federal blanket of saying that you know, California... And, uh, and Idaho have the same minimum wage. You know what I mean? They're obviously different places that have different cost of living. And what's mm -hmm. so funny about progressives is they 
raise the cost of living. They implement all these taxes. They put all these taxes on your gas. They make all these things expensive. And then they say, well, we can't afford a living wage here. Well, why can't you? It's because of all your stupid policies that made it super expensive to live there in the first place. Yeah, when was the last time a conservative... Uh, was in power in San Francisco, California. No, yeah. 1830? Never, never a clock. You know, and, and I would love to get on one of these shows where they're talking minimum wage and how great it is and how the middle class needs it and you, you have to have this to improve the economy. Well, then, what I would like to ask them is, why stop then at $15 an hour? Mm -hmm. Why not do it? For, why not go yeah. to 40 If 15 is good, wouldn't $40 an hour be a lot better? Yeah. And, and this, is the, this is the smart way. Smart progressives do their work this way. You can go and you can say, well, we need to raise taxes on businesses. We need to raise taxes on small businesses. We need to raise taxes on rich people who own businesses. We need to do, you can do all that, and that will be very controversial. And you will have a 50-50 divide, and Republicans will say no, and, and, and Democrats will say yes. But when you raise the minimum wage, you do the exact same thing. Right. You punish these businesses the same way. You punish these evil rich people. You redistribute wealth. Uh, you, you put more people on, uh, in need of assistance because they lose their job. You do all the things you need to do with the exception of half of the conservatives support you. And that's why they continue to go down these minimum wage routes. You're doing the same thing that they're trying to accomplish by taxing you to death, except they're doing it in a much more efficient way that's actually popular, not only with Democrats, but with Republicans. So many people just don't understand the minimum wage situation and why that's such a bad thing for the economy. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, Arkansas is a great example. Tom Cotton, who's, you know, he's a, he seems fine. I, I don't know that much about him. He does not seem like the craziest left-wing Republican we've ever seen. He won easily there. One one of the reasons experts are saying he won so easily is he supported the minimum wage increase in Arkansas. Mm. Uh, really? and, and he said, I, you know, everyone expected him to oppose it. Uh -oh. They thought this was going to be a big issue. He just went along with it. Uh, and, mm. uh, and he won easily. And it's, it's easy pickings. You look like the nice guy who wants to stop these people trying to support their families, these mythical people that is yeah. less than a 1% of the population who are supporting their family on minimum wage. Who wants to stop them from earning more? Yeah, most people making $7.10 an hour have families of seven. Yeah, oh yeah, I've, I've learned you that from that? politicians, you but from that? no statistics. Yeah, a lot of 18-year-olds have families of 9 to 12. Yeah. In the words of uh, San Francisco Mayor Edwin <laughs> Lee, uh, he applauded the result. Oh, good. Uh, this sent a message from the voters mm -hmm. loudly and clearly. Well, you know what? I we applaud can take his applauding. On the, yeah. We Look, can take on I the growing gap the between of... rich and poor. Yeah. Good. Yes, exactly. we can. They're doing the same thing. Then why not it's... Why not raise it to $100 Seriously, an hour? Seriously, I encourage San Francisco. Some <laughs> Go Republican. to $100 an hour. Some conservative should get that on the ballot, $100 sure. minimum wage. Why Throw not? it on there. Let's see what happens. If you're, why if you're, turn it down? If you're narrowing the gap, let's let's close it completely. Yeah. Seriously. Go to $1,000 an hour. What the heck? Well, and, and, and you're going down this road. This, this was put in a Texas voter, uh, found this in their mailbox, which, of course, by the way, would be illegal if you put it in their mailbox. You're not allowed to do that. Um, but uh, this is uh, a flyer from um, an organization um, talking about um, turning Texas uh, blue. This flyer's purpose, turn 20 now red Texas congressional districts blue and hand a mandate for reform to a Democratic House majority. Number one step, efficient health care to enable a $20 an hour minimum wage, not 15. That's not good enough. Now it's 20. And of course, I think the real answer to your question, Pat, and, and I, you obviously know this as well, mm -hmm. is 
The reason they don't do $100 an hour is because everyone would think it's absurd. However, they will do $100 an hour after they do 15, yeah. then 20, yes. then 30, Let's then just get 40. It over with. Just do it as fast as they can, uh, but incrementally so that people approve of it. Yeah. If you do it all in one step, everyone's like, oh, that's crazy. But when you do it incrementally, people, it's the progressive mindset, right? Um, but they do want it to be $100 an hour. The bottom line is if you bring up the minimum wage high enough, you have income inequality. Everyone's making the minimum wage eventually. Right. And, and the, the higher you raise it, the closer everyone is to making the minimum wage. Everyone gets assigned a wage, essentially, at that point. Uh, they say that we have to have a national health service. Uh, the U.S. cannot afford to do right by its working, working poor without it. And Australia has a $20 minimum wage, they say, which I did not know, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but we'll have more coming up in a second on patents, too. Uh, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Four more steps on this thing, Pat, and they're all insane. All of them insane. This might find, you might find this interesting. Somehow, I might. In the last uh, but week. Again, I might not. According to Scott Baker, who is a big wig over at The Blaze, mm -hmm. sometime in the last week, The Blaze passed 5 billion page views. 5 billion page views. Uh, so pretty cool. Within four years, 5 billion, we'll take it. We'll take it. Thank five, you, sir. That's not just us saying five pages. billion. No. I mean, we actually did pass five billion. We actually did five billion. It's not just us making up a crazy number that sounds big. <laughs> we actually passed five billion page views on theblaze.com. Thank you so much for going to theblaze.com no every kidding. day and sharing. Yes. Thank yeah, you. you know, you're, we're one of those sites that uh, amazingly is just uh, shared so much through social networks. Uh, and Glenn's, you know, focused on that really, um, uh, really strongly since the beginning of this uh, Mm -hmm. uh, of uh, of the launch of this network, um, very right. cool. And uh, you see, like, yeah, look at five billion. Stubergear's uh, tweet sometime yeah. in the last week. The Blaze passed five billion page views since our launch four short years ago. That sounds like what you just said. Yeah, that's exactly. I just read it. That's kind of weird because so. there it is. Stu didn't say in a tweet. Stu didn't say. No, I didn't say Rich Baker link. Um, that's just that's just the, <laughs> the Twitter. Thing, but still, it's pretty cool and uh, a big accomplishment. And you know, again, it's because you guys are constantly sharing the stuff, so we really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can we do a little bit? Do you want to do the last uh, uh, few steps on how to turn Texas blue? Do I? Okay. Twenty dollars minimum wage, first of all, in a national health service. Okay. You got that. Then we need income taxes. We have, we have a problem with that. Um, billionaire Warren Buffett has expressed disgust that his secretary pays a higher percentage of income taxes than he than he does. Mm -hmm. That's not right. It's true. It's not right. It's not accurate in any way. There's no way to. We know this is not true. He's never disclosed, by the way, any of these numbers to say that it's true. He's never done that. And also, of course, all of his money comes after he's gone through the corporate tax system. <clears throat> he's talking about dividends like profits that come through. Yeah. Uh, and get taxed at the corporate level that is already taxed, then he gets taxed again on his income. Not only is he a liar, he's yeah. a fat piece of crap. And that's that's he confirmed is. on his uh, douche hall of fame plaque. That's where I've heard that. Yes. Warren, yeah. fat piece of crap, Buffett. Buffett. That's right. Mm -hmm. Number three, cool the earth? Question mark. Melt all, if you melt all of the land-based ice, yeah. we're talking about a 200-foot 
rise in the sea. <laughs> I'd hate to see that happen. <laughs> Remember, this is they're really doing this is real. I'm not I'm not joking. They're saying there's already enough CO2 permanently affixed into the upper atmosphere to warm this earth for decades, for centuries, excuse me. Conserving won't prevent the melt. Um, and, uh, and we're talking about particles being sprayed in the upper, upper atmosphere to stop this. Um, so again, $20 minimum wage, mm -hmm. U.S. health service, okay. higher income taxes, yeah. uh, a 200-foot sea level rise in the sea. Mm -hmm. um, then the false and anti-Semitic smear should be against the law. Hmm. Like, first of all, they, this place would be out of business. It would be, they'd all be in jail. But media lies thoroughly and devastatingly opposed in the, uh, exposed excuse me, in the 2004 documentary Peace, Propaganda, and the Promised Land on YouTube have created and nurtured these four myths. One, there is no illegal 47-year-long occupation of the Palestinians. <laughs> They're saying that, of course, is completely true. There is a 47-year-long occupation of the Palestinians. The Israelis have established neighborhoods on land that they bought. Israel has made good-faith settlement offers that the Palestinians have unreasonably spurned. Anyone opposed to the occupation is either anti-Semitic, a Nazi, or worse. The false anti-Semitic smear should be unlawful. Expand the lie to the FBI Congress Act to cover the lies to the American people on Palestine. So if, if you have an opinion that disagrees with them on Palestine, you would be in violation of the law. Does that sound like the, the, the uh, what was the Fairness Act times a thousand? Mm -hmm. This is what they're pushing for in progressive circles. And then, of course, obviously, uh, the Jeffy Law, legalize all drugs. Uh, they would want the FDA to regulate, excise, tax them moderately, and then treat the addicts. So you're going to let everyone do drugs. When they all turn into addicts, then you were going to be paying to treat them as well. That's great. So that sounds wonderful. Well, I mean, they might have something there. And that's how you turn Texas blue? That's how you turn Texas blue, apparently. <laughs> that's nice. Mm -hmm. uh, the, so the sea level rise is just to have it have Texas covered by water, so then it's blue. And then it's blue. It's the blue water. It's a 200-foot sea level rise. <laughs> all right. So bad. Uh, also, Oregon voters reject licenses for illegals. Uh, why do they hate Hispanics? Why? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. It's a good question. Immigration was a losing issue in the uh, 2014 election. Republicans who announced their opposition to Obama's legalization plans earning victories across the country and voters in Oregon swatting down a referendum that would have granted driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. Thank you, Oregon. No kidding. Even in Oregon, they have common sense not to do that. Why would you give driver's licenses to non-citizens, people who shouldn't be here in the first place? They used to do this uh, when we lived in Connecticut. I mean, years ago, like 20 years ago, they, they were issuing uh, IDs to illegals in New Haven, Connecticut. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. it was a sanctuary city even yeah, back sanctuary then. sanctuary city. Yeah. yeah, and so in sanctuary cities, a lot of times what they want to do is, well, let's... Let's give them an ID. We need to know who they are. Come on, we don't make them live in the shadows. Mm -hmm. Let them open up a bank account. You know, let them let them just be a part of the community. Let them stay here and let them let them come out of the shadows and be a part of us. And give them a driver's license. Let them drive. Let them slam into you without their insurance. Let your insurance pay for the entire accident. Yeah. Let your insurance rates they skyrocket. That? Yeah, that's what they said. So <laughs> they didn't funny. know they were saying that, but that's exactly what they were saying. Yeah, it's like it's it, the dumbest thing ever. You have people who are here without documentation. Mm -hmm. Why do they give a crap about having a license in the first place? 
And they, they, they just don't. don't. They just drive they anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course, the only reason they need a license is to get government benefits. Yep. Uh, and to uh, to secure the benefits of being a citizen when they are not in fact a citizen. Uh, they don't need the licenses to drive. They just do it anyway. It's so it's so uh, horrible. And even Oregon uh, is, you know, yeah. we might not, not agree no. with most of the Oregon That's policies, great. but even they understand that one. Uh, this is kind of interesting, too. The national average price of gas fell 33 cents to end October at uh, $3 a gallon. Actually, it's quite a bit cheaper than that here. Yeah, we're here and seeing stuff in the 240s, for, high yeah. 230s here in Texas. Fort Worth is in the state. Uh, the gas stations that I shop are lowest in the state. They're 240 are they? now. 240. Yeah. No, I've, yeah. I've seen 238. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, so they're go. not the lowest nice. in the state. Yeah, but, you, know. Uh, you know what they are? No, they're not. <laughs> I saw 235. <laughs> are you guys going to fight? <laughs> I saw 235. That's the lowest. We just might. I saw 8 cents a gallon. 8 cents a gallon. Wow. 8 cents a gallon. I was driving through Mesquite, and I saw it for uh, free. Free? Yeah, they were just giving gas It's away. a terrible yeah, business. It's a free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, dip to uh, on Saturday to two ninety nine nine two point nine nine five according to AAA marks the first time in four years that gas has been cheaper than three bucks a gallon, and so that's less than even a gallon of milk. So I mean, why is this happening right now? It's kind of interesting because fracking and horizontal drilling have enabled the United States to uh, to become much more energy independent. Mm. And it's scaring the hell out of the rest of the world and in driving down the price of gas everywhere. There's a lot of supply, yeah. The Saudis are trying to cut the supply so that they can bring the price back up. Well, it's I, freaking everybody out. Yeah, you know, this is an interesting development that I don't think anyone saw coming, which was everyone was expecting the Saudis and other countries to cut the supply and have these prices come back up. They seem to be competing. They yeah. seem to be yeah. trying to lower, at least they in the short right term, now. and I don't know if that's going to last, as you point out, but they seem to be trying to lower the price so yeah. that uh, the people in the U.S. can't sell their supply. And to me, okay, we'll use it. You know what? Right. We'll find a way, as the number one economy in the world, we'll find a way to use that oil. Keep doing that. Um, I, you know, to me, look, this is the greatest thing in the world. We want these prices to come down. These are because of policies that were put into place before Obama, even though he tries to take credit for it. And even though I saw last night, um, or no, maybe it was this morning, some supposed Republican with his analysis as of why this happened last night, this election. Um, uh, well, the problem was Barack Obama just couldn't find a way to sell his successes. <laughs> a Republican analyst. Uh, oh, you know, he he's just, you know, all of his successes, lower <laughs> gas prices, better economy, low unemployment rate. He just couldn't find a way. Yeah. He just did a really bad job messaging his success. He didn't explain it well enough. Okay. How okay. in the world, mm -hmm. when the high price of gas was not his doing, how is the lower price of gas his doing? Right, That's of course. Stupid. Right. So stupid. More coming up. So stupid. You're stupid. Real stupid. Stupid. Uh, way, way stupid. Actually, we just started talking about Jackie. It has nothing to do with the last play. Jimmy can pulled off another mean, mean trick on children. Uh, this is he, actually... He does this every year, right? And it's actually mean. It is mean. 
It is kind of mean. So it is actually straight up. I mean, I mean, Kimmel's really funny, I think, and, and you know, I don't agree with him politically, but he's. I, I think he's he's my favorite <laughs> host on this uh, that late night. But it, when he does this, it's really rough. It's it's funny to watch, but it's really rough. Watch this. This is his annual Halloween trick. Prick, trick. Yeah, we ate it all prank while trick. you were sleeping. No! <laughs> oh, man! I'm going to eat it all. I'm going to eat it all. J Jimmy Kimmel said I should eat all your candy. Okay? Okay, I'm going to eat it all. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. Okay, this is Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel's going to shoot this, too. Okay. Okay, I think I'll eat it. I mean, these kids are really all reacting this way. If my kid acted all like that, Every single bite. Yeah. <laughs> You must have a bellyache. <laughs> I got hungry it's last night. Eat an apple. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You see this kid right here? Oh, I man. was just joking. Okay? I'm not joking. Just no. shut up and go in the other Excuse me. <laughs> I honestly we don't get this. Candy. I don't do that. Uh, we'll get some more next time. Oh, that is. There's a good girl. My children. Oh my god. That's okay. No. <laughs> it's cute. Those are awesome. Those last couple are really good. I mean, you're really. This is actually pretty bratty kids, however. Yeah, it's, but you're actually torturing your kid. Yeah, like the kid cool. actually thinks that's real. I, it's no. seriously not cool. I really don't think that's. I mean, cool. it's a small thing yeah. for Halloween candy. But it's still just mean. Yeah. Mean spirited. Whatever. Shut up, Jesse. Okay? Shut up before we take your Halloween candy, stupid girl. Shut up. opening scene. Try as we may to save him. It's almost as if uh, you weren't trying. I know. We try hard. We tried hard. Right? I mean, you saw us trying. I'm happy he died. You saw us trying. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> what? Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you asked. <laughs> Triple eight seven twenty seven. back. I think anybody asked it. Oh, okay. Frankly. Well, that was my misunderstanding. Yeah. All right. Uh, one of the uh, the big disappointment to us last night well, was... Uh, a lot of good news. Race. But there was one piece but of... A lot of good news. Is it bad news? Do we know? Is it confirmed? I don't know if we're, we're, we're going to find out. Okay. We're going to find out. But we were very disappointed to see that uh, Dan, Bongino, but Dan Bongino in Maryland didn't win his congressional seat outright last night. And so it's within, I think it's within the margin of uh, a recount, if I'm not mistaken. And we'll, we'll talk to him about that. Uh, Dan joins us now to uh, tell us about what's going on in that race. Uh, Dan, welcome to the Pat and Stu Show. Thanks hey, for coming on. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, you're, the, you're the first interview I'm doing. <laughs> really? Uh, well, Thanks. we're honored. Yeah. How, how, how well, are you feeling I love today? You Is I it... told everybody else no. So. <laughs> and it's, a, it's definitely the feelings mutual. Um, so no, we were really, I mean, at one point we looked at the race last night and saw you up by 20, and I thought, okay, this thing, this thing's going really well. And then apparently some other districts that are big Democrat strongholds came through and now it looks like you might be down by, what, 2,000 votes or something? What is the deal? What's going on right now? 
That's exactly what happened. We were when the polls first opened, we were down by 15. It's, it's a bifurcated district. There's a really Democratic leaning portion and then a very Republican leaning portion. So mm-hmm. as the votes come in, it's completely dependent on where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were down, and I'll be honest with you, given the lean of the district, it's a. I mean, the, he beat. A, a, a sitting Republican congressman, the guy I was running against, by 21 points. Well, at the, wow. As the night opened, we thought, oh, gosh, this can't be. And then we started to close and close and close. Then we were up. Then we were up by 4,000 votes for the almost the entire night. Yeah. And at the end of the night, a few precincts creeped in. And uh, you want to talk about an emotional roller coaster. And uh, I'll tell you, look at my... Uh, my wife in the eye, she was just, mm. Um, mm. She was just devastated. She's upstairs right now with just the worst uh, headache. And she, I, I, it's just the family that uh, this has been a ride for. But we're not conceding. There's 6,000 outstanding ballots. We're only down by about 2,000. A lot of them are, uh, are military. Mm-hmm. So there's still a shot, however small it may be. And I deserve, uh, I, I deserve to have those votes counted. We fought Definitely. for it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've said, you know, before with the, on the air, we, I mean, we would love to have Dan Bongino in Congress. Here's a guy who would be there really fighting for freedom and really doing no the work question. that we ask for from politicians all the time. And this race is so close. It's torturous. You know, you have some outstanding ballots. Is there a recount in the future, do you think, Dan, if it, especially if it closes at all? Well, that's that's a good question. I, I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a look at. They're going to start counting absentees uh, Thursday, uh, so tomorrow, and we'll see about of those roughly six thousand how it starts to break. Um, if it starts to break our way, we have to clean up pretty good. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to spin anybody's wheels. You guys have always been honest with me. I don't want. To, I don't want to deceive your audience. We, we'd have to have a really, really good day. Uh, but there is a chance if it starts to break our way and and it's a ten vote, twenty vote race, then yeah, absolutely, we're going to ask for a recount. But if it just splits as it did before and he maintains a couple thousand vote lead on that, we're, we're probably just going to. Uh, Time at that Call point. it a day. Okay. Yeah, now, well, if that happens, Dan, I certainly hope and pray it doesn't actually. But uh, if it happens, are you discouraged to the point where you're, you're you're done trying this, or will you will you still seek office? What do you think? Have you thought that far ahead? You know, I can't imagine how many politicians you guys have interviewed. Probably, uh, if you forget all the names, you've had so many on here, and they always give the, you know these canned answers. Uh, I got to talk to my family, but in this case, I, I really do. I mean, my wife and I. This wasn't the standard run for office. We, we left, uh, you know, everything to do it because we really believed. It. I mean, I've told the story on Glenn's show a thousand times, and he's the one who really. St- Glenn's responsible for this. He really planted the seed in my head. You got to fight back and stop sitting on the couch with the bowl of Cheetos, uh, you know. And uh, the fight's never over with me. I'm I'm never done. It may take a different form. Um, whether I'll run again, I. I you know, I don't think so at this point. But it, the, the fight is 100 percent not over. I mean, this because the government's not knocking on your door now doesn't mean they're not driving to your house at some point. What are you going to do? Just sit back and take it and buy a movie ticket? You yeah. know, because you had a bad day at the polls. You know, yeah. that's not that's not what I'm about. Well, I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, it's and, and an, can I say, guys? I'm sorry too. Sure. Can I just, can I just, yeah. can I just thank you guys too for taking a chance on me. I mean, I mean it. I know your audience, and this is. It's a it's a business, but I know for you guys it's not all business. There's there's no. an ideological portion as you believe in, and the fact that you all were willing to take a chance on me when the local paper in our backyard, the Washington Post, would not cover our race because they didn't like me. They left it despite mm. all of the evidence that this was going to be a super tight race. They ignored us the entire time. The only people who took a shot on us 
were folks like yourself in conservative libertarian talk radio who are willing to tell people the truth, and, and you're to be applauded for that. I, I deeply appreciate that, and we'll never, ever forget it. So thank you. Yeah, well, well thank thanks, you. Dan. We really appreciate that, man. And, and, you know, it's one of those things where uh, we need people to do the hard work that we're, we're too lazy to do, to do ourselves. <laughs> so we do appreciate that. Um, it's, it's interesting, though. Like, this is, it's hard to express uh, to people outside of this area how unlikely it is that you're even this close. This is not supposed to be a, a possibility for a Republican particularly one who's actually a conservative to come in here and have a shot at winning and you know whatever however it turns out we obviously hope for the best but even if it doesn't turn out it's a pretty amazing showing and you know there's a lot to say for that Dan. right i ran an unapologetically conservative campaign in a, in a district where the democrat won by 21 points in the last election wow. and was the third richest member of congress and was outspent probably when this is over, close to five to one, mm. and managed Oof. to be we're, we're within one point of winning this thing. So if, if that doesn't go to, to show you the the value of grassroots and the power of talk radio, then nothing else will. Dan, have you ever heard of a place called Dallas, Texas? There are many districts in which <laughs> in which yeah. people would love to have a representative like you. Um, <laughs> There's a Metroplex here with about 7 million people. Most of those would absolutely love to have you as a representative. Um, we, I mean, was that something you would consider you guys just married to Maryland? You know, I, uh, I've always grown up in blue states, and I've always felt like the fight was here. You know, yeah, we're, well, we're really doing yeah. well in Texas. I mean, you saw Wendy Davis get, uh, get smoked over there. I think the people in Texas get it. You know, I <laughs> yeah. think the fight is here. And we had a, an ideological rebellion here. And I'll tell you, even though we may not prevail in this, I feel good about it. I feel like we started something in, in, in a district. Think about this, guys. They spent millions of dollars gerrymandering the state to get the Republican representative who had the seat I ran for out. They beat him by 21 points. And we forced the guy who won to spend millions of dollars in a race he should have routed me by 15, 20 points. Yep. And we're now within one point of possibly taking the thing. I mean, this we did something here. We did something special, even if we, even if we lose. Um, now, look, we haven't talked this out completely. Uh, I have not mentioned this to Pat yet. But uh, Harry Reid uh, is uh, up for uh, re-election in 2016. Would you take a house in Nevada uh, to go and run there? If we were to purchase a nice condo for you to live in for a couple of years, and then, you know, maybe you run there. What do you think? You guys are terrific. I, I, you know, it's funny. My Facebook page so is blowing up yes? today, and I got all kinds of requests. Move to Australia, Hawaii, Alaska. My mother-in-law is from Nevada, so maybe I'll just take her house in Nevada and give him a good run for his money. How does that sound? Sounds good. <laughs> what, is the, uh, what is the nearest city in your district? What is, where, where is this geographically in Maryland? Um, Washington D.C., although it's not obviously in the district, it's not in Maryland, is the closest. It's it's essentially the the D.C. suburbs in Montgomery County, oh, okay. which is where we got okay. hurt, and yeah. then it's Western Maryland over. But there just aren't enough Western. The, the district's about sixty percent when you when you 
when you look at it, ideologically left-leaning. That's why it was so amazing that mm. last night, you know, with 94% of precincts reporting, we were still ahead. I, could, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So it's a tough district, but it's a D.C. suburbs. I mean, you have, uh, yeah. at least for Republicans traditionally, you have things that just don't work out typically. Well, you have a lot of federal workers, but I think I appealed to them because I was a Secret Service agent. Um, yeah, I know we got the police officer vote. I can tell you that. I was driving on 70 yesterday. I had a state trooper give me the old siren and give me the uh, salute out the window saying he was supporting me. So uh, we, nice. uh, you know, we really cleaned up in areas that I don't think a lot of Republicans do well around here. And I think we changed a lot of people's minds. That's right. Well, Dan Bongino, I know uh, a night of a lot of good news. Uh, this is uh, one we still hope, we still have hope, yeah. but, uh, you know, it was yeah. a little disappointing. And I really hope it turns out uh, for the best. Thanks, Dan. Good luck. Let us know uh, how things go. Is there, is there, uh, I mean, do you need... Help in case of a recount, money-wise. Is is there a website that you want to hit, and man, maybe people can help out. Well, I'm like most politicians who would happily collect people's money no matter what. Yeah. Um, I, I, we don't need it yet, and uh, okay. I'm, I'm, but if we decide to do that, I will definitely put it out. But uh, please, you know, go to Bongino.com, follow us on Twitter, and you can stay involved with what's happening. But yeah, if we need it. I know the donors will be there. They've been very good. To definitely, me. I appreciate the opportunity to give that out. Thanks, thanks, Dan. Dan. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, We've, thanks, guys. It's been an honor. Thanks, man. We've had, what, a thousand politicians on the air. I, there's never been one that's <laughs> told us one not to do, donate money. Down never. Donating money. That's, but see, that's the kind of guy Dan is, and that's why we love the guy. That's why he lost. It'd be really frustrating. <laughs> I, I, I would really like to get him. He's awesome. Just be, it would just be great to have a guy. You know, like that you can trust. I mean, look at that. He told us, look, you know. He didn't come on here and say, and we've had this happen a million times, well, look, uh, look we know we won, and we're going to have a recount, and we're going to take this to the courts. Chris, we've had that. Chris McDaniel. Yeah, and I, we like Chris, too. I mean, and I love but, him, but he, he did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's saying, like, look, you know, we're going to see the ballots come in. If it gets really, really close, maybe we'll go for a recount. I mean, he even said 10 or 20 votes. I mean, I would say if you open up that window a little bit. Maybe. I would, too. Um, <laughs> you know, but again, like, he's underselling himself. And mm -hmm. then we ask him, to, hey, donate money to this guy, maybe for a recount. Money he could spend on other things later on? No, nah, I don't need it yet. Don't worry about it. Unbelievable, nice. man. Again, a great guy of character. And I, really upsetting that he, he's what, not going to be in Congress. Piss him potentially. off. Go to his website and donate to him anyway. <laughs> Do it anyway. Okay? Do it against his will. <laughs> donate against his will. That's, we'll show him. I will teach him to say you don't need it. Right? Oh, man. All right. Let's go to Bob now in Wisconsin. Uh, Bob, hi. You're on the Pat and Stu Show. Welcome. Hi. Hi. See, one thing always. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. One one thing bothers me. Why is it just assumed that Mitch McConnell is the uh, speaker, going to be the leader of the Senate? I'm with why you on this. Someone else like running for that. Uh, who would you Who would you suggest? Well, I know your call screener had his choice, but up where I am in Wisconsin, I would kind of lean toward Ron Johnson. But uh, yeah, Johnson Ron would be Cruz great. would be good too. I uh, would definitely get some ball, some things moving. Ted Cruz, okay, yeah, that's mm -hmm. another possibility. I, I think what happens is that just everybody assumes that the current leader is going to uh, be elected as the as the future leader because that just keeps happening he over and over and over. That. And and everybody's what happens is in the Senate and in the House, the others are afraid to oppose him for fear of if they don't win, what's going to happen to them afterwards. Right. And so a lot of times you have a hard time 
unseating the leadership right. of, of the party. What happens is if you vote against Mitch McConnell, he then strips you of every committee assignment, every, yep. everything you can do to make a difference other than just voting, you get taken out of power. This happened uh, with uh, the people who tried to out, oust Boehner. Yep. Um, and the reason they couldn't get that done is because some of these conservative uh, House members didn't come along and because they said, well, he's, you know, yeah, but I got promised this or I'd lose this. It's, it's that sort of game, and so it's very difficult to do. But I'm with you on this. Johnson, I'd be, yeah. Johnson's a little Appreciate bit... Appreciate the call, Bob. Maybe he's not as polarizing as Cruz. I don't know why po Cruz is polarizing I, personally, but I Johnson would be fine. Johnson. It'd be fine. It, uh, but, I mean, Ted Cruz is probably the more visible of yeah. the two. Yeah, but I would... And if, that, if, if what it takes is someone who's not as visible, but still general... I mean, Johnson isn't as good, I don't think, as Cruz, but he's still solid, and it's certainly yeah, better solid. than McConnell. Definitely. I take that in a second. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know why this can't happen more often. Mitch McConnell... Let's Nobody be honest has about guts. Mitch McConnell. Nobody has Mitch legitimate. McConnell sucks. Now, you yes. might say, I think he sucks as a senator, uh, personally, <clears throat> but he truly, truly sucks as a majority leader. He does not inspire... Anyone look just watch his commercials. Look how per poor of a communicator he is. Mm -hmm. He's terrible at a leadership role. Mm -hmm. and, and even if you took someone more moderate that was at least better at communication, I'd be happy. Mitch McConnell is a terrible choice for a leader. Uh, even if you like the guy's policies, he's still terrible. Find someone who can communicate his positions and put him in there. Like the guy, um, what's the guy in South Dakota? Um, uh, oh, God. He beat Tom Daschle. Uh... Oh, uh, Thune? Thune. Now, Thune has a, a significant policy disagreements with me. Uh, you know, I, he, but he's a good communicator. He's a guy who will, you know, uh, he's, he's more establishment than Tea Party. But he's at least a guy who can communicate his position. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, uh, he'd be yeah. far better than Mitch McConnell at that role. There's a dozen guys that would be Mitch McConnell and two establishment for me that would be I would prefer to McConnell. Uh, mm -hmm. Because at least they can do something, move the public in some way. Look at the way Ted Cruz has moved the public. Yeah. This is a guy who stands up for what he believes in, and he comes out, and he's, he's strong every time. And he's inspired, you know, an entire movement to continue on. And, and he, in no small part, is responsible for what's happened here in this election. People like Ted Cruz, who have you know, busted their ass and not sat down when everyone wanted them to sit down, you know, it's inspired people to go out and continue this, uh, you know, the press for better policies. And, and, and I think that's been reflected here. And so what happens if a Ted Cruz steps forward, or Ron Johnson for that, for that matter, yeah. either one of them step forward and say, I'm going to challenge uh, Mitch McConnell for the leadership position. They could be done. They get beat down and the uh, leadership, McConnell and his uh, cronies go to everybody else and say, look, you support Cruz or you support Johnson. Uh, you're done. Yeah, you're done. We, we're going to remove all support from you. And you'll get you'll, no money. You'll get no money. No money. And you'll get no uh, committee uh, appointments. And you're out there by yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, they, can't, they, they think that they, their time in office is a waste and they can't get anything done. Yep. So, so it just hold. doesn't happen very often mm -hmm. is the problem. 888-727-BECK. Let's go to Vernal real quick in uh, Florida. Vernal, hi. You're on Patents, too. Hey, thank hey. you, guys. It's hard. Uh, I tell you, but Gino, I love that man. And I wish great. I could be where he was. <laughs> so I could vote for him. Uh, okay, guys, thank you, number two, uh, for keeping restraining Beck. <laughs> From ruining our party today. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, we tried. It was today. difficult. He wanted to talk and Black Swan all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, my friends, uh, I, 
I, I'm retired here in Florida, but I am also a Wisconsinite. So I, I was walking around and watching the Internet and watching all the races. And, uh, you know, they called the race here in Florida at approximately 1025 last night, but nobody monitored the market till almost midnight because Charlie Chris, uh, he, he didn't want to concede. He, he had some things going on with the uh, judge trying to get one county to look at something. You know, hours go longer. But anyways, but he didn't want to concede. So nobody really wanted to put that check market. We had the check market at 1030. All right. So mm-hmm. it, 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 they finally announced it around a little right before midnight. You know, out and in the Fox News and pretty much everywhere else. Sure. But um, what was more interesting, I was watching, the, you know, of course, the Wisconsin race. And what took me down, because I retired from Milwaukee County and the Sheriff's Department, and David Clark, who uh, is the sheriff of Milwaukee, okay, mm-hmm. a great man. Uh, been there for, I think, three, four terms. And Bloomberg went in the primary and, and tried to bump him out in the primary. And I am so proud this guy won, and he did. I mean, he won. He won, I think, by seventy-eight to nine percent. I think he had two hundred fifty-six thousand votes to sixty-seven or sixty-nine thousand votes. And he's a Second Amendment wow. guy. He's a he's a real class act. Also, just like he reminds me of Bajani. Mm. Bajani, or excuse me, I'm sorry, I said his name. But he's a real class act. I I was born and raised there. It was a blue state all the time while I was there. Um, I'm really uh, happy to kind of turn it purple a little bit the other side. Mm-hmm. Seems to but, be. Uh, you have some classified people there also, sir. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Vernal. Triple eight seven two seven back. Yeah, you got a great governor there. Uh, you got some good sheriffs there. You got some decent representatives. Very cool. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up. Seven back. It is uh, the Pat and Stu show. This is fun because um, uh, we are a society of people who are easily offended. Easily offended. Really? Yeah. Uh, for instance, let me give you a for instance, if I could. Uh, football players at Arlington Martin High School have been instructed not to wear their spirit T-shirts to school because the slogan can be perceived as having a double meaning. Oh one about being tough on the football field, and one about rape. <gasps> you mean so, like so? What does it say? Does oh. it say rape people? It says rape. It probably yeah. says, "Hey, we're rapists." Yeah. Does it say we, that? No, it says, uh, "We take what we want," uh, meaning in a football way. Well, they're not talking to girls now, about that. Now the other one says, "Shh, just let it happen." So I will say. That. That so you does, think that's too much? It does sort of strike me as that is what they're talking about. Of course, it's just a stupid joke. It's not actually about rape. But I don't know. The shh, just let it happen does seem like that is the... I, I don't know. I don't... Well, how else would you use that? Have you ever used that in a football context? Now, we take what we want. Could be touchdowns easily. You know what I mean? We take what mm-hmm. we want. We take touchdowns. We take... Fo- mm-hmm. Shh, just let it happen. <laughs> but still... 
again, relax. Who's their mascot? Yeah, the yeah. Are, are, are they pirates or are they Indians? Do we have a... They're Perindians. Uh, well, the uh, school spokesperson said uh, they were never intended or thought to have any meaning other than a football-related meaning, taking, taking yardage, the ball, etc., uh, they don't really explain the shh, just let it happen part. Called the warriors. Uh, when this other view was brought to the school's attention, though, the students were instructed not to wear the T-shirts. It's just sheer stupidity. I mean, come on, shut up. I guess they've won like uh, six games in a row or something. I think they're six and two on the year. And so they, shh. They don't have a chance anyway. Cause they don't have a chance anyway because nobody from Arlington ever wins the football championship <laughs> in uh, Texas. So they might as well forget it. <laughs> Okay, go home, kids. Yeah. You, know, you live closer to Arlington now. You know who's going to win the championship again this year? Allen. Allen High School. Oh, yeah. Allen High. Done. It's yeah. done. Even though they're not playing in their stadium, so. No, they oh, they're, still, they're still not playing in their $80 million stadium? Which is something interesting to, to maybe explain to everybody because they, they built this $80 million stadium or 60 to $80 million, something like that. I mean, it is beautiful. beautiful. It's like an NFL-style stadium. It's certainly better than most Division I football stadiums in America. Uh, many. Better than many. Um, and it seats, I don't know, 20,000 or so. They built it two years ago. They played in it last year. This year, nobody's playing in it because uh, it's falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, they built it uh, incorrectly somehow. And <laughs> How pissed would you be? Yeah. If you live in Allen, you paid for that thing, and now it's already falling apart. Because it's highly Come questionable on. that you, whether you should build a $60 million football stadium for high school. Indeed. I'll, Indeed I'll, 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 I'll list that as highly questionable. Um, now, look, if you have a football team that is bringing in and filling a stadium and you can actually make your money back, you can at least argue. It's hard to imagine, though, even in Texas, can a football team really generate $80 million? And that is a lot of money. Maybe it can. I mean, you know, some people argue that it can. I mean, a, a college team, you know, you put Michigan, you're putting 100,000 people in the stands. All right, maybe you can, under, you can make the argument. Remember, this is yeah. public money being used for this purpose. Right. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think it's, it's only makes sense if you can really get, uh, you know, you're really filling it up and charging a lot. I mean, and, uh, you know. Football is huge here. It yeah. is. But they, it's huge. not enough to make, because you have a great football team, you don't get a $60 million stadium. No. If you, get a, if you have a $60 million stadium and you're bringing in 15 mil a year, and in five years the thing's paid off, well, then, okay, maybe you can make that argument. Um, but uh, I don't know that you can make it at a high school level. Maybe it's something uh, about Texas, though. We build beautiful, beautiful high schools, the building itself. And we build amazing football stadiums for the high school. And it's, I, I don't know, it's just accepted. It's just accepted. Yeah, shh. Just that, let it happen. Yeah, just. <laughs> that's what this is about. It's oh, about raping the, the taxpayer. Oh, okay. That's what it's about. Okay. <laughs> Makes me feel much better. Uh, then we've got this. I, I don't know what this is. The TV star shouting down a subway preacher? Well, yeah. Anybody know about this story? Let's uh, let's watch it unfold, and maybe we can all see uh, together. Someone from Orange is the New Black, apparently. Where do you live? Where you from? Sin? Whatever sin you might be for. Other people today. believe other things and have every right to believe other things on this planet and in this world. We do not have to be forced by this man's religious beliefs. Jesus never said for you to do this ever. Not anywhere in the Bible. Show me anywhere in the Bible where it says it's okay for you to do this. You 
going to tell you not to wear clothes that are made of mixed fiber. Okay, she's Don't come at me because I went to Catholic school for 12 years and I know every line. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you. I want you to stop morning. telling us anything. You do not <laughs> have the right to do this. You do not Don't have, have the right, right, right to, to do this. This is mass transportation. Really? And as long as you keep talking, sir, we're the only two left on this train, then so be it. As long as you keep talking, I'll keep talking. Are sure, you by the way. You do not have the right. So says if you ben want to press your faith, go onto another train. And on the back of her pants, it, it looks like she says the F word. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, uh, by the way, no one's interested. Uh, no. Um, so uh, I, I, uh, I would well, say. she's okay with that. <laughs> who, first of all, who is she? I don't she's know. a TV star? She plays on Orange is the New Black. Okay, yeah. Netflix, Orange is Netflix. the New Black. I have not watched that show at all. I have heard have about it. Have you seen it, it Jeffy? Supposedly well done. Have. Yes, you have. And what is what it about? Is Orange is the New Black and who is she in uh, it? She is she's a, a handsome she girl. She is a prisoner. She's mm -hmm. very in, lovely. Uh, a female. Uh -huh. a, pr a prisoner. One of the one of the inmates. Okay. And her character is. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Her character so is. The, the show is an adult show. Yeah, meaning what? Is she nude in the show or? Some of times. Yeah. Really. Some of them are. They That's are. the new uh, artistic thing to do, by the way. Uh, it's Have the Lena. Fat it's people it's on there? the Lena Dunham concept. Put people who aren't attractive and, and take their clothes off. Normally, you'd want like you normally that? you'd look at the, the 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 crew of this particular show and you'd say, "Hey, if you that, took your those are guys off, I want to see naked." No, I would say the opposite. Really? If you said, uh, "Hey, uh, <laughs> if you take your clothes off, no one will ever watch." But if you say it's artsy, yeah, then all of a sudden, watch. oh, you remember Lena Dunham. Some reporter said, hey, uh, you know, why are you taking your clothes off all the time? And, and basically she came out of her and said, how dare you suggest I shouldn't have my clothing off? She got pissed off as it was this terrible thing that he didn't find her particularly attractive. Uh, and that's the new thing. Like if you yeah. put really uh, people that you it. wouldn't normally want to see without their clothes off and you do it, then it's arty, artsy. Um, so apparently that's it. Uh, also, uh, the, this, act, this actor, which I think you're supposed to say actor, mm -hmm. to everyone, um, is, uh, thinks she knows what she's talking about, right. but she has no idea what she's talking about. What are you saying he can't do this? Of course he can do this. We live in a country with a First Amendment. Yeah. A First Amendment that specifically addresses free speech. And she's telling him he has no right to say what he's saying. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. In public transportation. Heaven when forbid he's... you say something about her bad Jew t-shirt. Right, exactly. I mean, what are you doing? You have a shirt that's expressing your opinion about religion. He can't express mm -hmm. his? This is insanity. And, of course, she's, you know, completely wrong on ten other things as well. Uh, but that is a really, uh, that's pathetic, right? I mean, that's just, yes. why would that bother you so much? Yes. Just sit, if a guy wants to speak his mind, if you want to speak your mind about your idiotic opinions, we're going to sit there quietly and just go, oh, shut up, in our heads. Mm -hmm. And then you can go, blah, 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 blah. That's America, okay? To come out there and insult people because they believe something different than you is really pathetic. I mean, it just shows how insecure you are with your own opinion. You, you feel like no one else can hear. What if someone hears this message and starts believing it? What if someone disagrees with me in the future? What a terrible world it shall be. Just relax. I mean, people have different opinions. You don't want to believe that? So what? Walk into another car if it's really that offensive. We have more super sensitivity involving the Rob Lowe commercials. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I thought, I thought I knew what the sensitivity was going to be about. I didn't. No? It's amazing. <laughs>
Hang on, we'll we'll play that for you coming up. Also, here. we have a I'm special special message as we go to break, and we can oh, we get a good close up of this. I love that special, messages. Uh, special messages. Um, oh, nice. Mm. Then, yes. Is that a tweet or uh, someone tweeted us? We're on screen at New McDonald's. Mm -hmm. So I want fries. Where are the fries? Bring fries. Oh, hey, yeah. Okay, let's, uh, 888-727-BECK, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, Rob Lowe has been doing these really, I think, uh, I think it's pretty bold of him to do this. Because it, it goes against um, I think his image, Yeah, I would say. Uh, he plays, he portrays several different forms of a really not attractive person. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's very attractive. Uh, sexy, and, and I would say. Sexy. I would say very sexy. Uh, I think we'd all date him. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> however, he, he has... His real self, and then his unattractive self. And sometimes it's uh, he's a creepy guy. Sometimes he's uh, uh, like a indigent kind of guy. His other self. The, the, don't be this, Rob Lowe. Do what is it? Direct TV. Mm -hmm. So here's the awkward ad that people took offense to. In one of them, yeah, he acts like almost like a like a uh, child molester. Have you noticed yeah. that one? Well, and that one's weird because he has that history. Wasn't it him that like hooked yes. up with like a 16-year-old yes. at one point? Yes. Yeah, and like, you know, look, he's moved past right. this. And he's, However, you know, that's one of the reasons I thought that was going to create an uproar. I, I thought, thought so, too. Wow. Now, that. watch this ad, though, and think, see if you can find where the problem is. What group is complaining about this ad? If you don't know, I, I, we couldn't guess it. Until I read the article, I would have never guessed what group is pissed off about this. Watch, watch. this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hi. Rob Lowe, and I have DirecTV, and I'm painfully <laughs> awkward, Rob Lowe, and I have cable. DirecTV is number one in customer satisfaction over all cable TV providers. With cable, you wait forever for them to show up. I hope it's not a girl or a guy. Fact, <laughs> DirecTV has been ranked higher than cable for over 10 years. Fact, I can't go with other people in the room. Don't be like this, me. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> you Do you have a guess? But I you might would think, never have guessed. You might think, I'm okay, wait, guessed. he said he was afraid of a guy, and he made that face. Maybe gay groups are upset about it. Why? Yeah. What's wrong with mm -hmm. it? You know, maybe you'd think uh, he's someone with a, um, a, an ailment of some sort, uh, like a, a socially awkward disease, or uh, you know, right. maybe you think of making fun of the mentally... The Foundation of America. Or, yeah, yeah. or the men are mentally handicapped in some way. No, uh, people are pissed off because... Let me, great. let me read the exact group. <clears throat> Shy bladder sufferers have condemned a direct TV ad that uses painfully awkward... Shy, shy bladder, bladder sufferers are pissed off. If you suffer from shy bladder... Won't you join us in condemning Rob Lowe? Listen. Now, based on footage we've shown on this program, Jeffy is not in this group. Uh, oh, no one. I mean, the bladder is not myself. Shy. If mm. someone else comes in, I stop. Oh, really? It just shuts no, off? man. Mm. That is he had a lot of painful. physical ailments. Painful. Uh, now, seriously, like, look, when you're... Uh, this this is happen, in addition right? to restless leg syndrome that yeah. you also have yes, you, suffer he, from? <laughs> Jeffy has every ailment uh, on the market <laughs> well, today. I mean, <laughs> I have defeated anorexia. 
Oh, you beat the hell out of him. I anorexia. have defeated that horrible you crushed disease. Crushed anorexia. I don't really appreciate. Yeah, you beat that into oblivion. You killed it. You murdered it. You amputated its head. You and then and then you genocide. chopped its body. I, I would into say pieces. it's come yes. to the level of genocide. Still yeah, it has. I, I'm still struggling a little bit. With you were so successful no, you're against not, that. But I'm, Only but, in that you vomit to eat more. So uh, that's possible. But shy bladder. A shy Stop. bladder. Come on. Come on now. Really? I know that, now listen, I'm, I'm surprised that it isn't. I mean, Depends has their big underwearness campaign going on. Oh, yeah? Where they <laughs> In the mailing list? What was that? Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, they, over 65 million Americans experience bladder leakage. <laughs> and so Depends has their. <laughs> oh, my. Well, so you, I thought maybe it would Good be, golly. Who are you talking to? You're talking to the guy who got, it was the host of the show Leakages. <laughs> he knows that. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know. Right. Remember, I apologize. Uh, yeah. That's the only part of the show I've seen, really. Look yeah. for the look for the debut coming when soon. When is it coming? I thought coming we were... soon. You've been saying that for multiple coming years. Soon. Coming soon. I mean, do you want do you want quality? No, do I you do. Want, do I you do. want quantity? Quality. I mean, yeah. No, I, I've seen. I've already clips. done a Christmas show. I've seen a couple clips. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas show one. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I saw one. Um, uh, I think earlier when we first started discussing yeah. this, you did a clip right. of it. But that's it. That's all I've seen. Mm. A little what? teaser, sort of thing. You know, you've spent. Ten million dollars <laughs> on this show. At what point do we see it's a it? Darn expensive show. I mean, I agree, but I would like to see. Look at this. You know how much just the open cost? Six and a half million dollars. Just the open. Oh, it just seems like sixty-five million dollars. Close up of a faucet. Sixty-five million dollars. Now, here's the thing. Steve Swaffer, the CEO of the International parurisis association and a social work professor at the university of Men memphis said he didn't mind if people have a little fun with the condition but he added it's a situation that a lot of people don't understand yep. in this particular case the portrayal is making it look ridiculous yep. that this guy is a loser for having a problem they all every group it's is like that every group friend. is like well, i don't have it's a problem with you joking around about it but, but but I have a problem with you joking yeah, around exactly. about it. Exactly. Every group. I mean, that's what the, that's all they're doing is joking that's around about it. Yeah. What are you going to make them look glamorous when you're doing the th if you don't mind being poked fun at then that's all they're doing here. Look, this what is if here's here's what he says. What if people didn't have an arm or leg? You going to make fun of them? Well, people get made fun of that for all the time, actually. Uh, yeah, throughout the time. Uh, history, people have been... Monty Python. Yeah, Monty Python really, really made really a lot made of... fun of. Yeah, it people. happens actually all the time in comedy. In fact, mm -hmm. comedy is most effective when you're making fun of something that's a little bit... Feeling comedy a little bit out of bounds. That's, always somebody else's... Yeah, yeah, I mean, and the I will say... bladder people? Like, we, well, conservatives, and we'll mock this like See. crazy, and some people, uh, you, you know, not, you know, look, we, we like Fox News, and we were obviously mm -hmm. on Fox News, but I noticed this with Fox News a lot. Fox News, you know, they'll come out and they'll laugh at a story like this. Rob, I mean, what, what, what's the problem with this? Come on, shy bladder is ridiculous. But when, oh, you know, when, and, and, the, and the same thing, they'll be like, well, when a conservative or a Republican makes a joke that, you know, that are, they're getting beat up on, they will come and say, look, this is comedy. They understand that. I do feel like I see this on Fox in particular, where someone like Chris Rock comes out and makes controversial comments on Saturday Night Live. He's a comedian. Mm -hmm. He's comedian, funny. and they get all fired up about it. It's like, yeah. who cares mm -hmm. if Chris funny. Rock makes jokes about terrorism? Who cares? He's Chris Rock. You know where he comes from. He's a comedian. Let the guy do his jokes, and then move on with your life. Right. I, I, and, you know, it, I don't understand right. that, that vibe. It's just like, 
Comedy is something you need to. On a comedy show. Yeah, who cares if he makes jokes? Honestly, like, are they tasteless? Yeah, you want to turn the channel? Fine. Whatever. But don't don't get fired up about it. I mean, uh, you know, like, let someone do their comedy. I, I'd rather have people pushing the boundaries in in areas like comedy. You know, you know, I have a problem when a news organization is blatantly biased against, uh, you know, one side or the other. MSNBC comes to mind. That annoys me. Um, but again, like, you know, I'm not going to get too fired up about it. Comedians, though, who cares? Who cares? What, who cares? Well, I don't mind it when you poke a little bit of fun at things. But they made the guy at the urinal look bad. They did. And you know what? I'll be honest about, about this. Um, this is just another reason. To switch to Dish, where they have the Blaze, yes, uh, on Channel Two Hundred Two and Channel Two Twelve. I mean, and the people TV, who did this, Rob Lowe, needs to be dragged outside and beat with clubs. I think so. Drag him outside. And I beat think him with so. Clubs. Okay. <laughs> they are funny ads, though. I will say uh, they're they're, they're, <laughs> it's a they're good amazing. Quality campaign. They're amazing. It, because Rob Lowe is Mister like you know glamorous suave, suave cool. guy, and, just and he's, in the most he's willing awkward. to do that. Yeah, it's great. He's yeah. great. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Uh, quick treat tweet. <laughs> it's a treat tweet. Uh, you, you gotta love it that shy bladder sufferers are um, pissed off. Rob Lowe's commercial. Really? <laughs> Hashtag leakages. It's nice. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> found out uh, on the radio show today that interstellar inter interstellar inter well it's you know what one, of the, one of the reasons why you can't talk interstellar. is it's 47 degrees below zero it is in, the room in my room. lips have frozen seriously like my <laughs> fingers right now like if i had to type i wouldn't even be able to do it because they're so cold the tips of them get so cold by the end of the show i leave this room seriously go up to my office and turn on a, a space heater and sit in front of it like this for 15 minutes to get my hands warm again after yeah. the, doing this stupid show every day. Well, we've complained about it before, about the, how cold it is in the studio. But today, there's an extra special little frostbite. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it really has frozen my mouth to where, you know, it's like when you're outside in the cold a lot, and it makes it hard to talk. That's what's happened. Mm -hmm. Interstellar, though, is out, I guess, in uh, IMAX theaters right now. And we, we showed a clip of that the other day with Matthew McConaughey. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to that one. So that one's out now, and it goes wide into all theaters on Friday. Something else that starts, does it start, does it open this weekend, or is this not until December? Mm, Hunger know. Games uh, Mockingjay trailer is out now, and this looks pretty good, too. Are you a Hunger Games fan? Uh, yeah. I will say, though, am I, am I gonna, this is going to ruin the second one for me. I'm like three-quarters of the way through it. This is a bad time. <laughs> well, this is going to ruin what, Mockingjay? Yeah, I mean, it's going Oh, gonna, my gosh. I'm like three-quarters of the way through it right now. You're of catching we fire? Talked, we talked about the second one last week, yeah, yeah. and Pat was talking about Jeff. He was talking, they were saying how much they liked that the new one's coming out. I'm like, I should watch the old one, and then I saw it on Netflix. I'm yeah. like three-quarters of the way through it. See, normally what you do is you just watch it. I know, but I, I didn't. I couldn't. I can't remember why I had to stop it. I think I was leakages? going out. or Yeah, Leakages was on. There's a Leakages preview <laughs> coming up, and I wanted to watch something real. Uh, I, I don't think I made it to the end of it. I can't remember. Well, I guess I, I, I don't guess think it will. There's a possibility. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this possibility exists that we shouldn't program the entire network based on what movie I'm in the middle of. It's a good point. So maybe we should just watch it and I should just suck just it up. watch it then. Okay. Yeah. I guess you probably don't lose, watch right? Throw caution to the wind. Okay. No one else can do this but her. She won't be able to handle it. The games destroyed her. 
Let her see what the Capitol did to District 12. What did it do? November 21st is what it comes out. They're coming, Cadiz. They're gonna kill everyone. You'll be dead by morning! The world. The world Movie event of the year! Prepare to pay the ultimate price. Oh my. I have a message for President Snow. What is it? I know what it is. I love you. You burn with us! Think about it. I like how they shoot down fighter jets with an arrow. Yeah. That's good. The Hunger Games. Mocking J Part One. I'm in. I, I want to see. It. I'm in too. It oh looks good. My gosh, it yes. really looks good. Of course, that ruins it because now I know Katniss survives. <laughs> there was a really good chance. I thought she, was she dead died for in Part sure. Two, right? Yeah, I thought. Yeah. You know. You know, there's eight movies, but she might have died in two. And is it eight, or because they're doing I don't know Marking, Mocking J Part One and Part, part one, Two? Yeah. So they're and expanding. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this one too, still. He, Which is interesting because he died during the making of this yeah. movie, and they had to kind of do some digital stuff, I guess, yeah. with him. And it's, it's sad because he's he was a tremendous actor, tremendous actor, and really, was. really unlikable in some of his movies. You know, in a really creepy, I awful. Know. What was it? Uh, I guess it was one of the Mission Impossible's with uh, Tom Cruise, where you just wanted him to. Oh, you just wanted him to be tortured and killed. <laughs> Tom Cruise. No, oh. uh, Philip Seymour Thomas or Philip Hoffman. Michael Hoffman. Philip David. Michael Hoffman. Philip Michael David. <laughs> Michael David Peters. Hoffman. <laughs> David <laughs> Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he should. He could have been either an actor or a serial killer when you do the three name thing. Mm-hmm. And in this case, fortunately, he turned out to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing about it is that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is just plain likable, isn't yeah, she? I, like I mean, she's got the obvious attractiveness, but she's just. Uh, a likable person, it seems like. I mean, I don't know her personally, but in her interviews, she seems great, down to earth. And I don't know if I told this story, but a friend of a friend of mine mm-hmm. uh, dated her. Really? Um, yes, and dated her before she was famous. Huh? And um, broke up with her. So uh, we have regrets that now. We tortured the guy because. You broke up with the girl who got wow. the Hunger Games billion-dollar so, uh, franchise, who's the hottest girl in Hollywood. You broke up with her. We tortured him about that, which I think is he's probably tortured himself more than we could ever do. I did the same thing with Michelle Pfeiffer back in the day. You, no, no. Uh, you know Kim Basin. It was Kim Basin. No, it was not. That's who it was. It, nope. No. No chance. You never even. Uh, you know who it was? Who? Uh, Sophie Loren. You don't. It, no. Sophia Loren. <laughs> yeah, really? she was uh, much older, but I was no I was sixteen. Didn't didn't, time, a, didn't occur, did not occur. Oh, I uh, Raquel Welch is, <laughs> is who it turned out to be. That's who I was. Thinking. At some point, you're going to get old enough. That I'm going to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that, that's actually possible. <laughs> Betty White. That's who it was. Oh wow, it was I Betty totally White. That's what. That. I, Betty's still hot today. <laughs> oh. Smoking. You know, there's something there for people like you, Jeffy. And, for people uh, like you. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure she'd enjoy that. Uh, no way. Um, but, Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she'd enjoy that. In no, no way. way. In no way. In no there's way. No way. Huh. There's no fashion that she would... <laughs> Even if consider she, it would be awful. Boy, yeah, she wouldn't even think and of. She yeah. regretted instantly. Not is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not well, give it a whirl. Seven two seven back is a number you should use. You know, tomorrow, sometime.
because we're done for the day. And uh, we'll see you then. We're going to go warm up and probably freeze by a parka. Shut up, Jeffy. You have a lot of layers of fat. <laughs> Insulate. <laughs> That's good. <laughs>